Welcome to Fired Up, an original podcast from Ignite Fan Insights, powered by NASCAR, the National Sports Forum, and the Association of Luxury Suite Directors. This is a podcast for sports business pros like you. We go behind the gates and beyond the numbers that keep sports fans coming back for more. Our host, Chris Wise, is the brains behind Ignite Fan Insights. With a commitment to research and innovation for over 30 years, he knows the right questions to ask, and more importantly, what to do with the answers. Get ready for engaging in-depth conversations with sports industry leaders that will inspire you to take action and connect with your fans. I'm Chris McAdoo, and this is Fired Up. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Fired Up, behind the gates and beyond the numbers that keep sports fans coming back for more. I'm Chris McAdoo, and I am um, I'm glad to be joining you guys today, and I'm glad that we've got Chris Wise with us, um, the man behind Ignite Fan Insights and Design Sensory Intelligence. Um the reason we're coming to you with this episode of Fired Up is Ignite Fan Insights and uh, and Design Sensory Intelligence want to know what is happening with you know sports fans. It's one of the big things that we do um, with our subscription service and our knowledge base and um, just keeping keeping that finger on the pulse of what is going on and particularly now. Um, it's just really important um, to know what's on the horizon, um, what's happening now, and what we think um, what we think that sports fan is going to look like. Um, so this past month um, in March, beginning March 25th, um, we've been reaching out to a lot of sports fans, doing the research and digging in. Um, the goal being to track the sentiments and observe what impact. Like the suspension of sports activities is having. Like, what are these fans doing without live events? How are they, quote unquote, following their team, their sport, their player? And how are they caring? Um, who's going to return? And what does returning look like? Um, anyway, Chris and I had a conversation last week from what this um, research was beginning to tell us. And, um, we just thought this is some great information. Chris, uh, do you want to kind of take it from here and get into a little bit about what are what's the methodology behind who we're talking to and what kind of questions we're asking and what are some of the, you know, standout the standout facts that you learned? Sure. Thanks, Chris. Um, methodology was simple. We um, as we do in a lot of our research, we talk to fans by online surveys. Um, across the country, um, in, in, in every state, and they're self-identified sports fans. Um, so we want to make sure we're only talking to people who have an interest in sports and go to games or watch games or, or events. And so, so we, um, in conversation, actually, it was stimulated by talking with some of our clients who, in this time of of um, great upheaval, said what they really what would serve them best is really understanding. What is that fan feeling? What 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 are they going to do? Because they because many of our clients have no idea what they need to do or what to be prepared for. So so we we decided to go ahead and do do a survey, and it is a tracking survey. It's just not a one and done. We're gonna we're gonna be in the market 
uh, collecting data every three weeks through the end of May in order to, to see what's happening um, as far as the change in, in, in feelings and emotions and how that relates to, to fandom. To, to, is, it, is it wearing um, the fan down to lose interest in sports or is it making them um, even more um, excited about when sports return? And so uh, with that, we're, we were able to look at the data, not just on the, on the macro level across the entire United States, but we, we looked at it from a regional standpoint. Um, and it's gonna be, I believe, terribly interesting to watch this evolve over the next um, six to eight weeks. Um, just some of the, the glimmers of information though, I will tell you as we start to, to go through this, the, the highlights are the fans are really fans. We ask them if they're consuming any sports right now, or have they put the, the interest in sports on a shelf and just waiting till, till live returns? I can tell you they are all actively consuming sports. They may have seen a game before. They're reliving an experience. Um, they're hungry. They want it, and they can't wait for it to come back. And they're going to, and they're going to come back to sports as fast as they, as fast as they can. Some, as soon as sports are being played again, some they're just when they're comfortable being in a crowd or whatever that looks like. Others want to come back, but they're not quite sure what it'll take yet. The only people that said um, um, they wouldn't uh, attend a live event are people that are heavy consumers of sports on um, on TV or streaming and don't attend live events anyway. So those those people weren't impacted one way or the other. But the the go-to event people that go to that professional collegiate football game or a baseball game, they're there, they are, they are anxious, it's part of their life, and they, they're not letting go. They are not letting go. Um, we, uh, one of the first questions that we ask, we're trying to understand um, just what are the emotions people are feeling right now. And so we gave um, about 20 uh, different attributes related to either positive emotions or negative emotions. And I was positive that we have, you know, preponderance of responses that were negative responses. But indeed, um, I was wrong. Um, and, and I was glad I was wrong because it turned out that um, about 53% of the responses were positive and 47% and were negative. Now close, but I thought it was going to be a wider gap and be the other way. So, so through that, I will tell you though, the, the, um, the words that the biggest negative word of what people are feeling right now uh, was the word anxious. Uh, and they are anxious because it's, they don't know what's going on in their lives. And, and we're all, we're, we're all thrown into this, this pile together to, to go through it. But on the, on the positive side, uh, there were two words almost tied and it was hope, the word hopeful and the word calm. So there's, um, there's a, there's a bit of um, hope in, in those, in those responses. That are allowing people to to look beyond today, and and probably needing to do that in order to to live today. So we also then looked at that those. So that was that was as it was across the country. I looked at that that information too and broke it between male and female, and then by different parts of the country. Um, and we we have eight different. Uh, I'm sorry, seven different regions established. Um, I will tell you that, that the male responses tended to be about 5%, 5 percentage points 
higher than the female positive responses. Um, can't explain that yet, but they're the on the positive word side for males, they use the words uh, the top, there were two that were tied, optimistic and calm. And then the females are, are the hopeful ones. And the, the negative word for both male and female was anxious. They're, they're just anxious. When we looked at it different by different uh, regions of the country, the, uh, the most positive responses came from the Southwest and the Southeast. And that wasn't surprising given that those are the last areas really being hit with the depth or the magnitude of the impact of um, COVID-19. And I suspect that we will see that shift over the next several weeks, reporting periods, as, it, as the, the impact really hits everywhere. So just interesting to see that. And then so, so, we, so we looked um, beyond that, we asked the question, to what level do you believe you will continue to support, support the sports you have in the past? Um, currently, support for their sports remains strong, with almost 63% indicating it's the same. It hasn't wavered a bit. But what's interesting is um, there, was, there were people that said uh, somewhat more support or much more support to the tune of 33% said more support. So they're feeling... Um, um, a draw or an attraction to or a need to have uh, more of the sports that maybe they've taken for granted in the past. So again, that's a, po that's a positive sign, at least at this point. What it, what it sounds like is one of the things that I, you know, I think some of our, so many of our sports clients from large to small in the South or all around, um, you know, one of the things that I think people would be scared of is if we've, if we've just lost fans forever, you know, but what it sounds like, um, is that the, the fans, the folks that are out there that supported and continue to support these teams are in it for the long haul, right? Would you agree? Would, would you agree with that? They're, they're hungry for more. Oh, absolutely. They, they, they are sports fans and, and they self-identify properly because they are fans. And I, some are more casual than the others, but it's a it's an important part of their life, and we know that about sports in general that the people participate or or have favorite teams or or just cheer for teams because it's part of our DNA. It's part of the human DNA that says it helps us build camaraderie with those that are like-minded, and it helps with friendly competition for those that are not like-minded. Um, it's just part of who we are. If you look back in history, there's always been some competition, some healthy, some not so healthy. But but in, in terms of, of college and professional sports, um, it tends to be healthy and it's part of the human, the, the human experience. And now that we can't touch it, we're yearning for it even more, it appears. So so I, we're not losing fans. It's, it's, it will, the case will be at least on this preliminary data. We're going to see how this plays out. But I, I'm going to guess that we're not going to lose fans. Um, it may look a little different on how we bring them back, how we learn to bring them back, and and whether where they will be comfortable and and how they may engage in other ways. But oh, we haven't lost fans at all. They 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 are the for the love of the sport. Well, what are what are those fans that are <laughs> that are hungry um, hungry for for that sense of belonging? What are they watching? What are they reading? What are they listening to um, now that, you know, there are no, no, no sports. I'm, I'm actually thinking of, uh, of something 
you know, kind of funny is my friend Charlie, um, they decided to do some spring cleaning and he found, uh, for whatever reason, he recorded the entire 2008 Olympics on DVDs. (laughs) So he's... Yeah. So that is their, you know, um, that is their evening entertainment. Um, and I wonder well, what other things did you find? Um, you know, what are fans, what are fans doing right now? What are sports fans up to? Sure. Well, we, we gave them some choices. So the, the first thing we said, we asked them the question with sporting events suspended, how are you consuming sports? So 42% of them said they're watching anything available on cable or, or broadcast TV. Anything that they're, they're putting up there, they're watching it because they just want to. And then 40% said they're just reading articles online about sports. It could be anything from, you know, the draft is taking place for the NFL. It's just in, in a different kind of setting. It's not a big party. Um, uh, they're following on social media, 34% of them. Uh, watch, then, then 32% say they're watching anything available on online streaming platforms. 25% are listening to sports radio. 18% are playing esports. I will tell you that's much higher with the younger set. Um, this, this survey included um, sports fans that were 18 years or older. I can tell you when we look at that, esports was, is heavier with the 18 to 44 year old than it is with the older audience. Um, and then we gave them the option and said, uh, I'm not, I'm just waiting for the return. 0% checked that box. No one said they're just sitting around waiting for something to come back. They all said they're consuming in some fashion. So it was that was that was also very encouraging and really interesting. Hmm. Well, th- actually, that kind of leads into one of the questions I would I think you kind of led into um, is are there any areas of sports that are growing like during this you know during this during the shutdown? Well, we did ask the question. Um, see if I can find it here. That, well. We did it. We did ask a how when the when sports return, um, what's it going to be like when it comes back? And so um, about 44 percent of the people said all will be the same as it was. They expect everything to go back to normal. And and then and then someone then then 23 percent said live physical sports will be better than ever. So they see that that group says it's going to be better than it ever was before. So they ha- either have high expectations or, or they're salivating so much they're, they're just, anything can be great for them. And then we start to see esports crop in because we also have the, the option of physical sports will go on as before, so no change there, while esports will grow even faster. Um, that was 17% and then coupled with the world will move quickly to esports, 5% of people said that. And I will tell you in both those categories, those again, among young, younger audiences, those two were, were much higher. Um, only 10% felt that live physical sports will never rebound from this. So there is some pessimism, but it's only with about 10% of the audience at this point. But again, it's been interesting to see how this changes over time. Then we asked the question, um, to what level you believe you will continue to support the sports you have in the past? Um, we looked at that in relation to, to the favorite sport that people have, uh, would, would watch, that, that they watched. and Support remains strong with good indications the sport will remain the same or improve. So I'm going to break out some very specific sports that where people said either this, the same support or greater support. And so auto racing, 88% said the same or better. 
Baseball, 93%. Basketball, 92%. Football, 95%. Here's an interesting one, golf, 100%. Hockey, 100%. Um, soccer, 95%. And tennis, 86%. So, you know, they're, they again, they're all in and no sport is declining. You know, there are a few that are stronger than others. That We may see that change over time, too, because the um, the numbers in the in in especially golf and tennis, as far as people that respond to that as their favorite sport, we're not as strong as some of the other sports. I mean, football, basketball, baseball, um, blow your socks off, and then the hockey and soccer are pretty strong. So, um, so that again, it's it's there, and, and they're and they're and they believe it's going to it's coming back um, as good as or better than before. Wow. Well, with that in mind, and to sort of put a bow on this particular conversation. Um, what, you know, sort of in your estimation, Chris, what should these sports teams, um, what are some communications that, you know, you would recommend? What could they be doing now to keep those sports fans engaged um, so that when that 90, 95, 100% of folks that are excited about that return um, so that they feel valued now, um, and they're, you know, and they're when they are ready to come back, you know, they'll know what to do. What can folks be doing now? Well, right now, I think it's important for every team, every venue, just to stay, continue talking to their their fan base, keep them informed what's going on, as far as well, anything internally. Just so so the fan feels they're still part of the team or part of the venue. That that. So when when everything body hits the ground running again, they're right up to speed. They know um, where people are going to where they stand, where 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 things happen on the field, what's going to happen at the at the at the at the at the stadium or the arena. Just just fill them with great information, all positive, um, even in times where there where there where there isn't um, full understanding yet of what offerings may be. But well, let's just dialogue with people. Let them be part of it. Because they feel part of it, they you know it's a, it's an intimate relationship that happens. That, that again, I think we some of us tend to take for granted, and we've got to we've got to you know just like you, uh, when when people leave a sport, it's a separate study, but when people leave a sport, it's they agonize over leaving a sport. It's like a divorce. It's you know people think about it. I'm not comfortable. I can't go there. But the, when they make up their mind, it's over. It's over. In this case, there ain't nothing over. They just want, but it all it all builds on on full communication. Give them everything you got, and don't hold anything back. Just be honest and and let it be part of of who you are. All right, Chris, thank you so much for your for your insights and for the research that um, that you continue to do and will continue to do as part of Ignite Fan Insights. I would encourage um, everybody to go to ignitefaninsights.com, sign up for our um, our e-blasts and our newsletters and everything. We're going to be sharing. Chris, you're going to be doing this research every two weeks. So we'll be back in two weeks because we're, we're the next, we're going to collect data again next week, the 15th and 16th. So the week after that, we'll be back, back on a podcast with updated information to see how things have changed. Great. All right. Well, thank you very much. Um, like I said, you guys go visit ignitefaninsights.com to sign up. Um, be the first to know. Be the first to be in the know. Um, 
And for you sports, you know, for you sports teams out there, I just think this is really great information. And it's information that's going to keep us all moving forward, keeping those fans involved um, and uh, and looking forward or looking up to what's next. Um, anyway, thank you so much. This is Chris McAdoo. I've been talking with Chris Wise, the Director of Design Sensory Intelligence and Ignite Fan Insights. Um, Fired Up is a podcast produced by Ignite Fan Insights and is a DS Original production. Um, you guys, if you do enjoy this, please share it. Uh, with your friends and with your coworkers, and we're all going to make it through this together. And we look forward to talking with you in a couple of weeks. Thanks, Chris. Boom. Thanks for listening. And if you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe. And if you really like what you heard, please leave us a five-star review and tell all your friends. Also, thanks to the good people that power Fired Up and Ignite Fan Insights at NASCAR, the National Sports Forum, and the Association of Luxury Suite Directors. To learn more about Ignite Fan Insights and what that exclusive content can mean for you, visit IgniteFanInsights.com and subscribe today. It's a wealth of information all about the fan at no cost to you. Your fan club subscription includes our e-publication, podcasts like this one, exclusive blogs, quarterly e-newsletters, and timely webinars that keep you not only up to speed on what your fans are doing, but ahead of the curve and ready to take on anything that comes at you. Fired Up is hosted by Chris Wise and myself, Chris McAdoo. Thanks again for listening. Tune in next time. And as always... Y'all stay fired up.